It's good. All right. One of the things that happens in churches, people only meet each other and see each other on Sundays. We have a men's outreach, and they are going to do as outreach. They're reaching out to do things outside the church and do these community service and stuff. They're having a, uh, a dinner uh, uh, next Saturday. They'll be handing out the papers, and it'll be good for you guys to uh, go and, and meet these guys and see what they do and, and all those kind of things in fellowship. Right. In the Bible, anytime they fellowship, they broke bread together. Isn't that right? That's right. And so uh, they'll be handing them out, and also this is Domestic Violence Month. You all know that, right? We talk a lot about breast cancer month, but domestic violence, we're going to do it for three weeks, and the, the last week we'll do breast cancer. There'll be some purple pins. The usher will hand them to you uh, after uh, a service with ribbons if you want one. And the men, you need to get one of the uh, papers out there and read it. And uh, you know who Gerald is. And you see the other guys, you can talk to them about it. God is good. Amen. Uh, and his mercy endure forever. Someone had asked me, we were doing this class on a Thursday, and I'd done it before, but they, they said, you need to keep doing this and putting this uh, uh, on our hearts. And I said, well, I'm, I'm good at doing repeats. One of the things that bothers me is emotional Christians. You see, they have their emotion, then their emotion leaves, and they go back to their little lifestyles. You understand? Most people don't know the Bible is a knowledge Bible. You're supposed to live it. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, if, and, and so we've been teaching over here. This is what we teach. And, you know, I'm a life lessons person. There's a whole lot of people that know theology. One of the masters at it was the devil. That's right. All right. And a lot, but they can't live it. What you know and what you live. There's some people ought to not talk. Ask me why. Because you know a lot, right? The Bible says what you were as much known as much what? So you're better off not talking about what you know about the Bible right. because you're going to be required to live it. And so what we're trying to do over here is live it. We ain't trying to feel it. Some people feel it after the music stops and after they leave church and they don't live it. It's something you're supposed to live in your everyday life. And so one of the things that bothers me uh, uh, is the confusion and the chaos that is in so many Christian people's lives. And then they want the world to follow them. And the world is looking at their chaos. They're living the same as the world. Only they go to church on Sunday. All right? So there should be a transformation in your life when you meet Christ. Now, see, there's some people have a mind-deep religion, yes. They're a mind-deep religion. They can talk to you about the scriptures, pray with you, and all that stuff, but it's just mind-deep. The Bible says that we're supposed to have a soul-deep in, down into our spirit. The reason that a lot of people can't uh, live the life that they have, they got that outer man or that outer woman is blocking the spirit from receiving the Holy Spirit, so they live on the outer. And the outer man will do that. That outer man and that outer woman will block you from allowing the Holy Spirit to come forth and live the life you need to live. Some of you in here, you know what I'm talking about. That's why I don't believe in titles and all that stuff, you know? Uh, you know, you live in your title or hiding behind the Bible. A lot of people do that, hiding behind the, the name Christianity. No, 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 no. You, you can read it, and you've heard it, and you can preach it, bend both sides, know how to do it, been an agent of Satan before myself, you, and all of these type things. But what we want to do is come to the thing where we get rid of that outer man, it's called self. We get rid of that outer woman, it's called self, and allow the spirit to come forth. But it can't come forth until it breaks through. That's why some of you all are miserable, and you keep doing the same thing. You all know who Einstein was, Albert Einstein? 
Albert Einstein had a great thing. He says, insanity is doing the same old thing over and over again and expecting the different results. <laughs> you understand why you keep doing the same thing and want to call, go somewhere. Oh. You, you keep doing the same thing and got the same result. Albert Einstein's a pretty smart guy, right? All right, so what? So somebody needs to ask themselves, ask yourself, why, why am I keep doing the same thing over and over again and, I, and I'm in the same place? Well. I'm in the same financial place. I'm in the same sickness. I'm in the same divorce. I'm in the same whatever you're in. Everything comes out, you right in, just going on a treadmill or on a circle, right? Do you know what that is? Maybe you need to read Romans 12 and 2. Done it again, Romans 12, 2 and 3. Because the Bible is to change your life. It is to change the way you live, change the way you think. I walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. I think as Christ. I have the spirit of Christ within me. I am moved by the spirit of Christ. But I cannot be moved by the spirit of Christ until my spirit breaks through that outer man, right, and, and, and allows the Holy Spirit, right, to have an intimate relationship with my spirit. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? And, and the hardest thing to do, and for most people, and I'll help you with it, is to get out of the way. Do you know what keeps most people from uh, uh, receiving the Spirit? Religion. We have so many religious people uh, 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 that don't know it. I, I've got my, my daughter, I call her my daughter. We were talking one day, Tamika and I were talking. And she, said, she said, Pastor, you know, some people are ghetto and don't know they're ghetto. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people are lost and don't know they're lost. That's right. They're setting up in church just as lost. Talking good, singing good, doing, just as lost, have no idea they lost. They have no idea that they're religious and not spiritual. Because a lot of people think if they jump and shout and feel good about the music, uh, uh, that they're spiritual. No, if you're spiritual, you are living under the authority of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, with your spirit, is mastering your life. Huh? It's mastering your senses. That's it. Your five senses. That's it. All right, do you understand what I'm saying? It's your feelings and your emotions. Don't get upset at me, because I'll say something that'll really upset you, all right? Because, you know, I like upsetting folks. Yeah, you want to go down to the other church and have a good time, jump up and come out crazy. Not in here. We don't do that in here. That's right. We come out of here. If you don't come out of here upset and mad at yourself and, uh, and the word of God, not me, then you ain't growing. Well, do you know why some people never grow? Say why. You can't admit you're weak. Well, uh, and if you can't admit you're weak, you can't go strong. How are you going to get strong, right? Teach. Right? A person that can admit they're weak. Does anybody work out in here? Well, there's certain parts of your body this week. If you don't feel, understand that part of your body's weak, you ain't going to work on it, and it's going to stay weak. Well, let me help you all out. You got some weakness in you. That's right. We all got some weakness in it. You got to admit you're weak. That's right. When, if, when if you admit you're weak, then the Holy Spirit will reveal to you through spiritual revelation where you're weak at, and then you work on that weakness. And if you're good at it and allow the Holy Spirit to work, that weakness becomes your strength. Are you with me? But you first of all got to give up self and say, I'm weak in this area of my life. Right. And, the Holy, and the Holy Spirit will come in because God ain't coming in unless you invite him in. And if you don't invite him in, you're going to stay where you're at. There, you all see the some people in here ought to be tired because I know some of you. You ought to be tired of being in the same old place. I'm, there is a movie called The Help. Remember the, 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 the what do you call them? Waitress? Not waitress. What do you call them? The age member, Miss Nilly. Ain't you tired, Miss Nilly? She was in there. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to ask some of y'all, ain't you tired? Are going in that same old, old circle? That's Ain't right. you tired of that same confusion? You ought to be tired of all that chaos and the way you're living. Do you understand what I'm talking about? People, Christian people don't know that there is a better life being a Christian. But you got to be tired. Sometimes you got to be sick and tired of yourself. Right? And say, Spirit, break through. Break through. 
and allow the Holy Spirit to come in so the Holy Spirit can take mastery over my life. The Bible is to change us. It is to change us, people. It is to change us. There ain't nothing in here that makes me comfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. Very, this makes me very uncomfortable. It's telling me what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and where to do it. Man, tells you how to treat your wife, how to treat your children. It even tells you how to eat, how to talk, how to walk. You see, I thought I was, when I got grown, well. right? This ain't something to listen to, to read. It's, to, it's telling you. It's called the commentary of life. The commentary of spiritual life. Here we go. And the Bible tells us in Romans 12, beginning with verse 2 from the message, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. And I've done it before. We fitting into the culture. Let me tell you what a culture is. Say what a culture is. It can be your church if it ain't right. That's right. Yes, it can. It can be that church because some folk, yes, it can be. There are some people go to church because of what the action is going on up in the church. Well, do you understand? That's right. And we see and now churches are looking, are trying to draw people in. And they say for us to draw people in, we got to look like them. We got to make them comfortable. Y'all see them. You know, pastors with jeans on and holes in them and all that stuff. No, 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 no. That's a culture thing. That's right. Yeah, right? Did you understand that? And our culture, our culture will cause us to be some, so many different things that we don't know who we are. You see, uh, I got an integrated church here. I'd say, how many, come on, African-Americans, how many things we done been? Come on here. Come on here. And we try to fit into them different roles. Come on. Yes, we did. We try to fit into so many different roles with from blah, 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 blah. And I think we're African-Americans now. But anyway, we, but every time somebody changed something, we tried. Yes, we did. We tried to fit in there. The culture, right? The culture even told you how, how, how you can wear your pants. Come on in. That's right. That's right. And your children done it. This is good stuff. I like this. Go ahead. Keep going. The Bible says, instead, fix your attention on God. You've got to fix your attention on God. Where's your attention span at? Your attention is supposed to be on God. God created me to be me. Right? Not to be conformed by my culture. Do you understand what I'm saying? That what you see is just a shell. The spirit within me is who I am. That's right. I'm not going to allow the culture. If the culture changes me, then it has mastery over me. The Holy Spirit is supposed to have mastery over me, not the culture. All right? Scripture says, then you'll be changed from the inside out. And there's the problem. There's too many Christians trying to change from the outside out. You're supposed to change from the inside out. When you change from the inside out, the inside spirit man, spirit woman, will change the outward one. But you got to let him break through. You got to let her break through. This is an inside thing. Do you understand? I told y'all last week, they trying to find what was wrong with this man that went up and shot all these people and killed all these people. It's a demon. That's right. That's right. It ain't psycho. Well, we don't know. He's a nice. No, it's a demon. And demons go from the inside, and they have people to do outward acts. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, keep going. It says, so readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. What does God want from you? That's, what, that's the question. And the only way you can get that is the spiritual revelation. And the only way you can get a spiritual revelation is you in the spirit. What does God want from you? 
and then quickly adjust to it. Okay? It says, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. And the culture around you is always going to drag you down to its level of immaturity. It always drags you down to its level of immaturity. Do you know why we're wearing purple? Because it's Domestic Violence Month. Millions of people are abused because this culture that we're in drags these people down to immaturity. And a grown man acts like a child. And women beat men and stuff this stuff up because of immaturity. I can't have my way. I'm going to hurt you. It's immaturity. All right? And it happens in the church. That's right. Keep going, please. Pastor, immaturity is lacking complete growth or development. And, and there's too many people in the church that are lacking what? Complete growth or development. This is about growth. If you, in the same, you keep doing the same thing, you ain't growing. You ain't growing. Admit it. You can't grow unless you admit you're not growing. That's right. And let me tell you, if you think you're, anybody thinks they're right about everything, it's wrong about everything. All right? The Bible says, but God brings the best out of you. But God's going to bring the best out of us. So the God, what is the best? You know what the best is? He's going to bring the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, best father, best child, best friend. He's, he's going to bring the best. That's right. You see? Culture gives us an excuse. The Bible doesn't. That once you become a Christian, really saved, and under the authority of the gospel, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God will bring the best out of you. All right? And develops well-formed maturity in you. And he will develop that maturity. You can't do that on your own. you got to have the, the, the assistance and, and be in partnership with the Holy Spirit to be able to do this stuff. You ever try to lose weight on your own? It's hard to do, isn't it? You need some encouragement, don't you? Teach. You, know, you all that went to school and got degrees and things, you got with group studies, didn't you? There's just some things you can't do by yourself. Well, you can't do a spiritual thing by yourself. You see, some of us need the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We know we can't do it by ourselves. All right. And because you know something don't mean that you, can, you have the power to do something. You see? All right. It's called sense knowledge. A lot of people got sense knowledge. Quote scriptures. Read scriptures. But it can't get past that. All right. Pastor, maturity is the quality or state of being in full development. Do you have the, the quality and state in being in full development to walk like Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Well. I walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. I think as Christ. I have the spirit of Christ within me. That's what we're trying to develop. And that's what Christian means, Christ-like. All right? The scripture says, I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude Paul. for all that God has given me. He said, I'm, I'm speaking to you. He said, all that God has given me. Paul's great. Go ahead. And especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you, living then as every one of you does in pure grace. That's what we got to live in. What? Pure grace. Pure grace. You know why you're here this morning? You think you're here this morning because you, you're here this morning. Do y'all know so, some folk didn't wake up this morning? That's right. That was healthier than everybody in here. That's right. Grace. That old song, Grace, woke me up this morning, started me on my way. It's pure grace. Right. Some of us are living, and the way we're living in the jobs we got, 
and the blessings we have and, and the family we have and the friends we have is God's grace. All right? So Paul says it's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. Well, what are you bringing to him? You can just keep on reading. I don't even want to even talk about that. No, God brings it all to you. God's bringing it to you. You ain't, people say, you know, uh, now I'm talking now, hear what I'm saying. I said, what are you doing? I'm serving the Lord. I said, what are you serving him? Well. God don't need nothing for you but worship hmm. and praise. That's right. He don't need nothing you got. That's right. But worship and praise. But guess what he's doing for me? Guess what he's doing for you? Do you understand? Y'all looking at me. Two weeks ago, I'm in a hospital. They wonder why if I'm going to get up out of that. <laughs> you see? You understand what I'm saying? His grace. I ain't doing that for him. He done it for me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right? The scripture says the only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he does for us, not by what we are and what we do for him. We ain't doing nothing for him. He's what he's done for me. You ain't got enough time for some of us to tell you what God has done for us well, and what he's brought us. Say that. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. Uh, Pastor King James says, be not conformed to this world. Let's talk. Let's talk. We ain't supposed to be conformed to the world. We ain't supposed to even look like them. We ain't supposed to walk like them. We ain't supposed to talk like them. We ain't supposed to be nothing like them. We're not going to let the world conform us. We're not created in the image of the world. Well. We're supposed to be created in the image of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here we go. I think it's because they don't know what conforming is. Yes, let's go with it. And conforming is to bring into harmony or agreement. I'm supposed to bring into harmony and agreement the life of Christ. That's why I had the Holy Spirit. I couldn't do it on my own. I had to get saved. Be born again, baptized, and be brought into the image and the harmony and agreements of Christ. You cannot live the life until you have a spiritual experience. And it brings you into the harmony of Christ. That's right. All right? It also means to be obedient, to live or act according to God's word. And it means be obedient to God's word. And it doesn't make excuses. Sin is sin. Don't hide behind the Bible. Don't hide behind your titles. Don't hide behind Christianity. If you're sinning, it's sin. Period. Don't make any excuses. I'm a sinner. Saved by grace. And what I'm doing is sin. That's right. Tell the truth. And then God will move it. That's why they look at us out there. We living like they living and want to preach to them. Please read that again. Just that part again. Be obedient to live or act according to God's word. We got to live God's word. I don't want you to hear it. Right? Let me tell you, if you got to tell me God's word, then you ain't living it. That's what I'm saying. I ought to be able to see it. I can read. The people out there in the world can read. Y'all know that, right? They need to see it. When you, when you go buy something, you look at it. Well, right? You want to see if it works. That's right. If you put it on, you want to see if it fits. That's right. Right? You want to see it. Well, maybe some of you are online, but you still get a vision of what it's supposed to look like. That's right. 
All right. The pastor of the Bible tells us that to do this, we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. It's here. Your way of processing, your way of thinking has to change. And only the Holy Spirit can renew your mind. You understand? Renew with my mind. Get out of what? Sense knowledge. Sense knowledge, yeah, sense knowledge can read it. Yeah, sense, not, sense knowledge, it can even preach it. But sense knowledge can't live it unless it has a renewal in, in his or her mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. All right. And renewing is to transform from natural enmity. From the, the natural to the what? To the love of God and his word. To the love of God. The natural man, the natural woman, has to be transformed over to the love of God so that they can love God enough that they can live the word of God. Does that make sense? And a simpler way is to make new spiritually, to restore to freshness or perfection. The Bible is to help us when we do the word of God. It makes me new spiritually, and it restores the freshness and the perfection in my life. That's right. That's how it is. You're supposed to be perfect. That's right. The world says you're not. You're supposed to be holy. The world says you're not. But the scripture says, be ye holy as your heavenly father. Another version says, be perfect as your father's in heaven. You ever, you, we all use this here. Well, nobody's perfect. You don't know that. You just know who ain't. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Right? You know, you, how many uh, uh, people like sports in here? Amen. You ain't never seen a gymnast try to, they try to be what? Get a 10. That's right. That's right. Does anybody in here want to be a 10? Amen. Uh, you want to be perfect, right? Amen. You're striving to be for perfection, right? That's right. The Bible says we're supposed to be what? Perfect. The Bible says we're supposed to be perfect and holy. So you strive for that. Vince Lombardi, the great coach of the Green Bay Packers, said we are going to strive, huh, for perfection. And if we, if we fall short, we'll be excellent. Okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, Pastor, if we do and renew our mind, then we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Then, then I can prove what God's will is for me. But it's got to start here. I've got to want to be hungry enough and have a desire enough to want to please my God. You've got to be hungry enough. You see, us coaches know you've got to want it. Well, There's going to come a time you got to want it. you got to want it. And, and, and as a track coach, and, and, and especially a middle distance coach, uh, you'll hear me say all the time, you got to hurt. you got to hurt. There's going to come a time you got to hurt. And you see, you, you can play hurt, but you can't play injured. There's two different things. But see, you got to hurt sometimes. And if you want it, you can play through the hurt. And if you want to be a good, strong Christian man, a Christian, Christian woman, God's word's going to hurt you. Huh? But you can work through the hurt. The Holy Spirit will help you work through the hurt, all right? And the hurt will help you working through the hurt will keep you from getting injured. Because many of you all have been injured in your, in your lives. Come on here. You know what I'm talking about. Because, yeah, you have. You've been injured in your life, in your, in your lifestyle, the way you're living, and the things you've done. But those of us that understand that we're striving for perfection, we can work through the hurt. We don't That's get right. injured. That's right. Is that right? And, and some people have this. It's called amnesia. I call, it, I call it spiritual amnesia. Go ahead, what that is? What is that? Come on, talk to me. Amnesia is the selective <laughs> overlooking 
or ignoring uh -huh. of events or acts that are not favorable or useful to one's purpose or position. And that can come from the pulpit all the way back. They only want to use the stuff that makes them comfortable. And if it's uncomfortable, they don't want to use it. Come on here, talk back to me. You understand what I'm saying? As spiritual amnesia, they forget the word of God and start placing stuff. You know, these are these people that, that, that are doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting, huh, a different, different results. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right. Are you learning something here? All right. So the Bible goes on to say that, For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, hmm. not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Here's how I do it. Shh. Shh. Careful. Quit talking. Don't talk. Don't think too much of yourself. You see, because somebody looking at you. Somebody looking at you. That's right. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, they looking at you, and they looking to see if you who you say you are. All right, come on here. That's right. And what Pastor's saying is the scripture says to call that thinking soberly. You got to think what? Soberly. So don't be intoxicated over your religion. Teach. Don't get intoxicated. Don't get intoxicated over yourself. Teach that. Huh? Don't get intoxicated over yourself. You ain't all that now. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Come on. Be careful. Be careful. You know, people won't. People will look at me and they'll see something different, but I don't walk around and talk about I'm Pastor Fields, really. No, no, I'm Johnny. That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm Johnny Fields. I'm Johnny. What do you do? Oh, I pastor the church. Who I am is Johnny. That's right. <laughs> what I do is that, right? <laughs> you see right. what I'm saying? Hey, don't right. get cute now. Hey, don't get cute. They, you know, a lot of you all didn't know it, but they wanted to make me a bishop. It was over 66 churches. They're going to make me. <laughs> Tell them I ain't even a good preacher. <laughs> no, that's true. That's a true story. Yeah, but most folks, especially African Americans, they love titles anyway. No, 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 Sister Kim. No, 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 no. Because you, you put that big old collar on, folk think you can live up to that collar. Well, see, I know what that collar means. Bow tie, good tie, good. I'm clean. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Don't thank you. Don't thank you all that now. Don't think you all that. That's the Bible saying. Don't think you all that. Be careful. Careful who you think you are. All right. Again, we are to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. See, where's your faith? No, no, no. Not your title. Huh? Not where you work. Not your zip code. Where's your faith? Is what God's going to judge you by. You see, do you all know there's somebody today that don't have much money that's trying to do ends meet, as old folks say, got more faith than somebody that's got everything? Well, that's right. All right. Now turn to James chapter 1. I'm going to read verse 22 to 25, first from the King James and then from the voice. Then we'll be through. Say, take your time, Pastor. <laughs> the Bible says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. The Bible says you got to do it and not hearers only. You're supposed to live what, you, what you're reading. So be doers of the word and not hearers only. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You know why you're going to have a lot of spouse abuse? And you know why you have a lot of domestic violence? You better get somebody that's a doer of the word. You be a doer of the word. You look for somebody that's a doer of the word. That's why the Bible says don't get unequally yoked. 
All right? Don't, I know y'all ain't going to like it. That's why non-Christians ought to not, Christians ought to not date non-Christians. That's right. Because I'm talking about people read the Bible. I'm talking about somebody living the Bible. Because you end up, that's why we're wearing all this purple. Because a lot, and it's in the churches like just any place else. But you want to know, no, I read the Bible. Do you live the Bible? Well. That's the first date. All right, go ahead. Again, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Don't deceive your own self. All right, keep going, please. It says, for if I, excuse me, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. I don't care what you're telling me. What you living? It's the Bible. Keep going, because I don't want to keep him here too long. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Left church, and then forgot who he was. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Left, just left, and then forgot who you were. You see? Married, left, and forgot he was married. Well. Left, she forgot she was married. Left, forgot you got children. You know I said that. That's right. It's life. Who are you? Who are you really? Ask, who are you really? Mm. Ask y'all quiet because you're listening. That's right. Who are you really? When you look in the mirror, this mirror, who are you really? All right. But James says, Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. It is the woman that looks in that mirror, and the mirror gets that Bible, looks in that Bible, and lives according to the Bible, every word in there. That's the one that's going to be blessed. You, the one that's not doing it, it's going to catch up with you sooner or later. Can I just say be me? That's why you're raising all these kids by yourself. That's why we have all these shelters. Yes. Men, that's why we have all these drug addicts. That's why all these people are getting incarcerated. Because it's a lack of this. That's right. All right. Just so we understand, the voice says, this is pretty plain. Put the word into action. Put the word in action. Don't talk. You know, you, know, you, you can trash. You don't dance till you get in the end zone. <laughs> you don't want to be dancing out there until you get in the end zone. You better shoot. You remember there used to be a game, Lemonade? What's your trade? Show me something. We're little kids. And we'd do something. Show me something. Show me your actions. You say you love me? Show me your actions. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Let me see your actions. You see, see I don't do this. You love God? Amen. You, you, you believe him? Amen. Pay your tithes. That's right. <laughs> that was good. Right. That was great. <laughs> that's the plain truth, yeah, That's the plain truth. I got all these young people in here with all these degrees and got these new jobs. Y'all need to give God some money. That's right. All right, show you how you say you love him. Yeah, kiss him with a check. That's right. Go ahead. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> the Bible says that if you think hearing is what matters most, you're going to find out you've been deceived. You're going to find out you've been deceived. If you think hearing is what's most, you're going to find out you've been deceived. How many have, how many have listened to a lie that broke your heart? Hmm. 
How many total lied and broke somebody else's heart? Well, uh, here we go. Let's go. Verse 23 says that if some fail to do what God requires, it's as if they forget the word as soon as they hear it. Some forget it. I remember I come from a church they used to call the spiritual church and, uh, y'all, and the, the sanctified church. And, and you go to church, you know, uh, and you're there all day. All right, right, and everybody be shouting. You know, y'all know they be shouting. And, and, and I ain't gonna call the name because she's all going on the way. And this one sister would shout every, every, every Sunday and literally cuss you out <laughs> after church. She was a hanging from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And there was a whole bunch of them in there and they done had a good time. And folks who, oh yes, I'm telling the truth. An emotional experience, That's right. but nothing in the spirit. Do you understand? All right. It's like one minute they look in the mirror mm-hmm. and the next they mm-hmm. forget who they are and what they look like. They looked in the mirror on Sunday morning, got dressed up with the church, left church, forgot who they were when you wouldn't know they were the same person. Come on here. Y'all know that. That's right. I'm talking about abuse in the church and misuse of people and misinterpretation of Christ in the church. This is written to the church. All right. The Bible says, however, it is possible to open your eyes and take in the beautiful, perfect truth found in God's law of liberty it and is. live by it. You can live it. Yeah, you can. It is possible. Sister Kim, it is possible for you and Lord, Lord. Logan, to live a life. It is. Folks can be happy. It's a beautiful couple over there. Folks can be happy. Yeah, you can. Young ladies, yeah, you can. You can have a good life. Do y'all know millions of people living good lives? That's right. That doesn't make a good movie. So they ain't going to make a movie about a love story. Remember a love story years ago in ours? They don't do that. You can live this. The Holy Spirit will assist you to live this. People, look at me. Yeah, you can. The Holy Spirit will help you live this. But you got to let the Holy Spirit break that outer woman, that outer man, and, and get into your spirit and get in partnership with your life and live God's word. Y'all can have some happy families up in here. That's right. You can have some healthy families up in here. You can do it. I'm a coach. You can do it. Yeah, y- yes, you can. There have been kids coming to me. I can't. Yeah, you can. You see? Yeah, you can. I wouldn't tell you you could if you couldn't. Yeah, you can. The Bible wouldn't say you could tell you you could. If it would. You can live it. It wouldn't be in here if you couldn't live it. That's right. That's you got to right. want it. Come on, coaches. Y'all know you've said it before. You've got to want it. All right. And, Pastor, we got some instruction. Okay. It says, if we pursue that path and actually do what God has commanded, then we will avoid the many distractions that led to amnesia of all true things, and you will be blessed. Avoid that stuff. There's some stuff I like i got to avoid. That's right. There's some people I like i got to avoid. Because they'll bring me down. There are certain foods that you can eat that cause your body to deteriorate. Tastes good, but I can't allow anything to bring me down. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want you want to live a blessed life? You can. You can. You can live a blessed life, people. And I want you to live a blessed life. That's right. Because you can. That's right. Amen? Amen.